morning again. How many is excited to be in the house of the Lord? I mean, I'm grateful for the online services. Um, if it wasn't, you know, if we didn't have that, we couldn't have continued um, fellowshipping. But it's nice to be here in person, isn't it? And I'm enjoying this as well, uh, preaching life instead of uh, preaching to a camera. It's so, so difficult. You don't understand. You know, just, just looking at the camera and you just don't know how, yeah. Well, thank God for this day. Thank God for this day. Hey, guys, uh, we want to welcome you here um, online. If you're watching this online, welcome as well. Um, now, the title of my message this morning is Put Your Trust in God. Put your trust in God. Can I be honest with you? It's easier to say it than to actually do it sometimes, isn't it? When you're facing challenging, difficult situations, it's easier to tell someone to put your trust in God than actually when you're in that place to actually follow that advice. You might be here this morning and you might be able to relate to that this morning. You love God with all your heart. You pray, you trust God. But when we look around us, what we are seeing brings a lot of questions, right? Over the past year or two, out of nowhere, this plague that came to the entire world, causing a global pandemic. None of us saw that coming, right? And then now we're back to normal. Normal, we don't know what normal is anymore. There are people who are still worried. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Every day the news is changing. You don't know. Someone says this. The next minute someone else something else. There is so many confusing voices out there. It's hard to put. You're trusting God that you can't see. But what we are seeing is all the chaos all around us. Isn't it? Think about the, the, all the freak weather that we had in the last couple of um, months, couple, couple of years. Bushfires everywhere. The floodings, the earthquakes, tornadoes. I don't know if you saw it two, three days ago. I looked outside and I was terrified. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, Lord, please stop this rain. Honestly, I felt like if it continued for another half an hour, that was it. You know, I felt like we're going to be flooding here. It's not going to happen in our town. <laughs> but it's terrifying. And what we've seen over the last couple of years is things of changing dramatically. What we don't see is more of God. What we're seeing is all the chaos that's happening all around us. But I want to tell you this morning that, yes, honestly, you can't put your trust in God. You can. But in order to do that, 
In order to do that, we need His Word. And we need His Spirit. So before we even get into the Word, I want us to pray. Okay? Let us pray. Father, we want to honor you. We praise you. Father, as we have gathered here together to hear what you have to say, I want to pray, Father God, that you use me as your instrument this morning. Father, I want to pray for every uh, disappointment, every person with a disappointment this morning. It's hard when we've seen everything around us and... It's hard to put our trust in you. But as I share this message this morning, Father, I want to pray that you touch hearts. Help us, Father, to put our trust in you in everything we do. Have your way this morning. Remove all distractions. Prepare our hearts to hear what you have to say this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And amen. So this morning, my main scripture that I want to share with you comes from Luke chapter 5. And I want to read from verses 1 to 11. But I'll start with verses 1 to 5 first. The words will come on the screen and you can follow along. If you have your Bible, it'd be nice to underline some things and we go back through them. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee... Great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. People were hungry, okay? People were hungry. They were pressing in. They wanted to hear what Jesus had to say. Then Jesus noticed two empty boats. Just underline empty or remember empty. Jesus noticed two empty boats at the water edge. For the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. And then Jesus sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. Verse 4. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where is deeper. Somebody say deeper. Deeper. You know, sometimes we have to leave the shallow places and go deeper. Sometimes God wants to take us from the shallow places and take us deeper. I want you to remember this. We'll come back to this. And then he said, let down your nets to catch some fish. Someone said, let down your nets. I don't know if you can understand what's happening here. Simon has been out fishing all night. He's given up. He's not caught anything. He's a fisherman. Jesus is a rabbi. He's a teacher. And this teacher is telling this professional fisherman to do something that doesn't make any common sense. I mean... He's been washing his nets. He's been getting ready to pack up and leave. And then Jesus all of a sudden says, you know what? Bring your nets back and just throw it into the water. It didn't make any sense. But I want you to see what, how Simon responded to this. 
in verse 5 he said master Simon replied we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing but if you say so Jesus if you say so I'll let down the nets again if you say so Simon being polite he knew that there was no way in his understanding that there was any way of catching fish there but he responded Jesus if you say so I will let down my nets I want to tell you sometimes you know that you know when you read the Bible sometimes God asks us to do certain things that it's challenging it doesn't make any sense sometimes in our human understanding you know the Bible says don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself it's easy to quote that to someone but when you're struggling it's not easy to follow that I mean God you 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 you, you created us to 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 worry about things now you're telling us don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself and then the Bible says, bless those who persecute you. I mean, have you worked with those people that always get on your nerve? God, I mean, have you worked with them? You want me to bless them? Bless those who persecute you. And then it says, do not lean on your own understanding. Do not lean on your understanding. God, are, are you seeing what's happening all around us? Are you seeing all the global, I mean, it's, 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 it's mad, you know, if it, you know all, the, all, the, all the chaos all around the world. Don't lean on your own understanding. Let me read verse 5 again. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so. I'll let down the nets down again. If you say so. Jesus, if you say so. Your word says I should put my trust in you. If you say so, I will let down my nets again. If you're taking notes this morning. Point number one. Trust God. Trust God. Sometimes... It starts with a small step of faith. Sometimes God asks us to do small things and it's not a big deal, okay? We can do them easily. But as we grow in our relationship with Him, then God starts asking us to take bigger steps and bigger steps. That's, that's when we really need to just obey. Like Simon. I mean, he's fished. I mean, he, can you imagine? He fished all night and didn't catch anything. He didn't catch anything. But he put his trust in him. But how do we put our trust in God? How do we go in our trust? I want to tell you, we need to get clingy. We need to get clingy. Um, I remember when my daughter was growing up, for those that remember us, uh, Niku, when she was younger, she was very clingy to her mom. Do you remember it? She was like clinging on like for her life. 
You could come and try and get hold of her. Man, you couldn't. <laughs> She'd be clinging on like, no, you know, you're not having me. I want to tell you, that's how we need to be. We need to be clinging on to, the, to our God. Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6, it says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do. In all you do, seek His will. And He will show you which path you should take. Trust in who? Trust in who? That's right. Trust in the Lord. With what? With just part of you? With all of you, right? Trust the Lord with all your heart. And, and, and don't, don't depend on what? It might not make you any, any sense. It might not make any sense at all. But God is saying, don't depend on your own understanding. Don't depend on your understanding. And you, when you seek His will, I want to promise you, He will show you which path you should take. Now, the word for trust in, 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 is a Hebrew word, actually. The word for trust is a Hebrew word, and is actually bathak. Bathak. I, I practice that quite a bit. Bathak. <laughs> it sounds kind of funny, but that's, that's what it means, to trust. You know what it actually means in English? It's best described as to cling on to. To cling on to Jesus. To cling on, to hold on to. You know, what, you know what happens when you cling on to something? In order to cling on something to something, you have to let go of what you're holding on to. You have to let go of what you're holding on to and then to cling on to what God wants you to cling on to, which is Him. But if you want to cling on to what you're holding on to, you won't be able to cling on to God. And that's why He says, don't lean on your own understanding. Let go of your own understanding. Let go of your own plans. Let go of your own desires. Let go of your own strategy. Your place of comfort that brings you comfort, let go of that. Whether it's your bank account, let go of that. Everything else that brought you a false sense of security, you need to let go of that and hold on to God's promises. Father, we want to pray right now. We want to pray that you help us to cast all our cares onto you. And, 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 and we know, and we know that you provide all our needs according to your riches and glory. Father, we want to pray that you help us to do that. We know that you're working in all things, in all things. Even when it doesn't make any sense, when we lose a loved one, when we... We, we, you know, when it doesn't make any sense, we hold on to you. We cling on to you, Father. And when we know, when we draw near to you, you will draw near to us. So, Father, I want to pray for any person here right now that's going through a hard time right now. That they will feel your closeness right now. That you will lay your hand on them right now. You are close to brokenhearted. You save those who are crushed in the spirit. You are a refuge. You are a strength. You are a stronghold in times of trouble. 
Yes, Father, we lean on to you. We hold on to you. We cling on to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. That was point number one. Trust God. If you're taking note, if you put your trust in God, you will let down your nets. Right? You don't know the outcome. You don't know what's going to take place. But can I tell you something this morning? The outcome is God's responsibility. What's your responsibility? Obedience. Obedience. So point number two, leave everything. Leave everything. Let me just read again from verse four. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it's deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, Jesus, if you say so, it doesn't make any sense to me, but if you say so, I'll let down my nets again. They left everything and then you see I want, I, want, I want you to just remember this um obedience is your responsibility the outcome is god's responsibility let me just actually continue reading verse six and this time um i'll let down my nets down again and then verse six and this time the nets were so full of fish it began to tear a shout for help brought their partners in the other boat and soon both boats were filled with fish on the verge of sinking can you imagine these guys have been trying to catch some fish all night the best time and they couldn't catch anything and jesus said a single obedience caused them to experience a miracle and then verse 8 when when simon peter realized what happened he fell to his knees before Jesus and he said, oh Lord, please leave me. I'm too much of a sinner to be around you. For he was awestruck by the number of the fish that they had caught. So, so were the others with him. Verse 10. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And soon, as they landed, they left everything and they followed Jesus. They left everything and they followed Jesus. I want to ask you this morning. What are you holding on to this morning? What are you holding on to that you're not willing to let go? What is providing you with safety? Listen, Simon and the rest of the guys, they left everything that brought them a sense of security, brought them provision, and they just followed Jesus. Listen, it's... it's, 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 it's um, It's so easy to 
you know, depend on our plans, depend on our things we want to do. But letting go of our plans and trusting on His plans for you is one of the hardest things we can do, isn't it? So have you, have you, have you ever prayed for someone and then all of a sudden God didn't come through? God, you could, have, you could have done something, but you didn't. It doesn't make any sense at all, but you, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to rely on you. We need to let go of our own understanding and depend on him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Can I tell you something? Faith isn't about feelings. Sometimes we think faith is about feeling, but it's not. It's about trust. It's about clinging on to God. When everything around us seems like it's falling apart, and it feels like God is nowhere to be seen, we can trust in His faithfulness. I want to promise you, we can trust in His faithfulness. He knows us. He's always with us. And He's in control of all things. At all times. We don't need to understand what's happening. We don't need to understand what's taking place. We just need to trust in our God. We need to trust in our God. Who will never fail us. And never forsake us. And He will stay true to His promises. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, with all your heart, and do not lean on to your own understanding. I don't know who is this for. This is for someone this morning. Listen, you don't always have the power to control everything around you. You don't always have power to control what's happening. But you do always have the power to surrender fully to God. And when you fully surrender to God... That's when you fully cling on to Him. And you just want to cling on and don't let go. Don't let go. Don't let go. Psalm 20 verse 7, it says this. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. What does it mean in, in, in our world today? In our world, it would say something like this. Some trust and put their hopes in the economy. Some trust and put their hope in the government. Some trust and put their hope in their bank accounts, right? <laughs> Some put their trust and hope in the, the scientists. Some put their trust and hope in the doctor's report. Some put their hope and trust in all the other things. But what we, we, we are told, we need to, as a people of God, what do we need to put our hope to? That's right. We trust in the name of the Lord, our God. We put our trust in our Lord Jesus. Listen, it's, it's, it's easy to trust in what we see, Right? It's easy to trust in what we see, but we are going to trust even when things we don't see. 
Trusting God even when we don't see it. Even when we don't understand things. We need to trust on Him. I don't know if there's anyone here feeling on the edge. You feel like you're about to give up. You, you, I don't know. I've been there sometimes. I want to remind you, when did this story take place? When did this miracle take place? It took place out of the end of a very frustrated night. These guys had given up. And they were washing their nets and they were about to leave. They had given up on all hope. There's no more hope for any fish. And then Jesus noticed two empty boats. He sees what you're going through this morning. He sees what you're going through. And point number three, I want to tell you, don't give up on hope. Don't give up hope. Don't give up hope. Let me just read it again. Luke chapter 5 verse 2, it said this. Jesus noticed two empty boats at the water edge. For the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. This guy had given completely hope. I mean, they fished all night. They're frustrated. And they, they were giving up. And they were about to pack it and leave. But Jesus noticed the empty boats. I want to tell you this morning, whatever you're going through, Jesus can see it. He, he, he knows what you're going through. Don't give up on hope. I, I, I used to love fishing, and uh, I was quite good at it. So I didn't get frustrated too many times, but there have been times when I've been out all day and didn't catch anything. <laughs> it's frustrating. But this was just a hobby, right? But for these guys, I mean, this is their livelihood. This is their livelihood. If they don't catch anything, then they don't earn any money, then they can't provide for their family. This is a big deal. No fish means no food. They were washing their nets. They were giving up. Remember when this miracle took place. God sometimes just waits for that last moment when you're really <laughs> about to give up. Because a lot of times we want to hold on to our own strength. We don't want to fully surrender to God. We need to learn to fully surrender to God in everything. Fully surrender to God and don't give up hope. If you are in a frustrating season... Let me remind you, it's not over. Our God is good. He's still here. He's faithful. I want to tell you, if you are not dead, if you have the breath of life in you, it's not over. It's not over. God still has a plan for you. Can I have the worship team back, please? God has a plan for you. Don't grow weary in doing good. Put your trust in God when you're on the top of the mountain hill. Put your trust in God when you're in the valley. Put your trust in the good times. Put your trust in God in the bad times. In all times, put your trust in 
God. Don't give up hope. Even when it feels like the storms are just taking you away. Don't give up hope. We serve a miracle working God. Put your trust in God. Don't put your trust in the government. Don't put your trust in uh, your bank account. Don't put your trust in your job. Don't put your trust in, in, in nothing else. But put your trust in God. Whatever you see on the news, don't allow that to bring you fear or worry or anxiety. Know that our God is with you. Let us just pray. So, Father, today, we want to pray by the power of your Holy Spirit that you will do a work in the heart of your church. So, if you are here this morning and you, you feel burdened, you feel pain, whether it's physical, emotional, whatever you're going through, if you're watching this online and you're feeling the same things, I want to I want to tell you, put your hope and trust in God. Put your hope and trust in God. Father, we want to thank you for what you're doing in this place right now. Father, we want to pray right now by the power of your Holy Spirit that you would do something new in this place. Father, help us to put our trust in you, to cling on to you. Help us to let go of whatever we're holding on to, whatever false sense of security we have. Help us to let go of that this morning and to hold on to you, to hold on to your promises. Father, we want to thank you, God, that the, as we as we draw near to you, you draw near to us. As we put in our hope and trust in you. And God, by faith, I want to pray right now for every person in this place, online. Father, that you, whoever is struggling right now, for every hurt, for every sickness, for every disappointment father we want to lift them right now before you and we just want to say father do something new in their life father we thank you we thank you that your name is above every other name and in the name of precious in the precious name of jesus we want to pray right now amen and amen and amen now, as we, um, as we are praying, I want to give an opportunity for anyone here this morning. You might be forced to come to church. Maybe you just came because you were, um, you wanted to see what's happening here. Um, maybe you're watching this online and, and this is your first time. I want to tell you, this is not an accident. You tuned in. God has a plan for your life. And you are not tuned in or you're not here for, by an accident. You see, when God created the heaven and earth, 
created Adam and Eve, everything was perfect. And then sin came and brought separation. And it's as a result of sin that we're seeing all this chaos all around us. And even though God could have just shouted His love from heaven and said, Hey, I love you guys. He didn't. He came down as a form of a human. He went through every single thing that we're going through. He's a God that knows exactly what you're going through. He experienced pain. He experienced heart, you know, heartbreaks. People that stabbed him in the back. He knows exactly what you're going through. And then one of the most beautiful things he did is he died in our place. But he didn't just die. He rose again on the third day. And as a result, we can have this relationship with, back with God, with our Heavenly Father. So if you are here this morning, or if you're watching this online, and if you don't have, if you never accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to do that. You see, He would never force His love on you. He will give you the choice, and the choice is yours. If that is you, and you are saying, yes, I never accepted Him, but I want to give my life to Him. I want to give you an opportunity right now. And what we want to do, I want to lead you into this prayer. It's called prayer of faith. And as we pray this prayer, just repeat this prayer. And if you really mean it, accept Him into your heart and you will become new. Okay? Heavenly Father, Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, save me. Make me brand new. Father, I want to give my life to you. I want to make you the king over my life. Fill me with your spirit so that I could be new again. I want to put my trust in you. I want to give all that I am to you. Take control over my life. I give it all to you. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen and amen. Now if you pray this prayer for the first time, if you are in church, let one of the ushers or leaders know and we help you with the next step. If you're online and you're watching this from online, there is a, there's a link in the comment section that you can click and you can fill in your details and, and we can then contact you and help you with your next step. This is so, so important. So do please make sure that you reach out to us because we want to help you with your next step. I want to thank you again for this time. I want to hand over back to the worship team.